0: Hi, this is Yarrow Stark here. You're about to hear an interview with Joey Kasimi, who has a really inspiring story because of where he came from before he started to make a living online. He actually had his first child at 17 and had to obviously get out in the workforce and get a job. Eventually, he ended up at Walmart and stayed there for 10 years. But during that time, he started doing things online to make extra cash things like eBay and then MLM and then he got into selling affiliate products on ClickBank and today he does a lot of things including membership sites, uh, selling software as a service and teaching other people how to make extra cash online and he actually left Walmart in 2010. What's amazing is when he first got started with his eBay business, he didn't even have a computer, he bought a CD-ROM he saw advertised on a telephone post and he tried to play it on his car as an audio CD and obviously it didn't work so he had to go buy a computer. So you can imagine the learning curve here for a guy starting as a, a Walmart employee to become an expert at internet marketing. So you're about to hear that entire story with Joey and myself. Before you do that though, just a reminder again, I have a premium interview club called the EJ Insider, which are more interviews like this, but in a specialized sequence with regular interviews, lots of bonus interviews and bonus content, and really just a professional premium interview club if you're interested in getting more interviews on a regular basis to stay motivated to, to get the insider techniques and so on. So if you want to join my insider club, it's called the EJ Insider and you can go to ejinsider.com forward slash interviews and find out everything about the program there. Now, here's the interview with Joey. Hello, this is Yara Stark from the Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. Today, I have a special guest on the line. His name is Joey Kasimi, and... As I've just been discussing with Joey, we're trying to come up with a claim to fame to convince you to listen to this interview all the way from start to the finish because Joey does a lot of different things. But I think possibly, and Joey, I'll give you a turn to answer this question as well. But I think one of the best ways to actually answer this is that you were a Walmart employee for a long time, yet, Mm -hmm. and then you went online, and I've read your about page, so you went online and just to make some extra money so you didn't need multiple jobs, and then that extra online income started to grow to the point that it was a full-time income, and then you were able to leave full-time employment and do your online thing completely, and what we're going to do in this interview is I'd like to break down that whole process and of course what it is you did to make that initial bunch of money, and then we can go through all the other things you've done, Joey, because as we talked about, you do launches, you're a great email list builder, you've built membership sites, and you've helped a lot of other people, I assume, also make money online as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, is that a good summary of who you are, Joey?
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess it's a good one. Uh, Yeah, I could break it down real quick in a minute. So if you want, uh, get people know who I am, what uh, I do, and what I did before. You know, so if you're all right, cool with that. Do your minute version um, and
0: then we can end the interview. We're good to go. Yes. So.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So pretty much like like uh, Mr. Yarrow said, I am Joey Kissimmee. And first and foremost, I'm a father and a husband, which is very, very important to me because I am like a huge family man, right? And uh, I'm a firm and a strong believer in family first. I have three kids, an 18-year-old, 13-year-old, both girls, and a three-year-old boy. My wife and I have been together for over 21 years. In fact, we just celebrated our 21st year together uh, last last month.
0: Congratulations. Yeah,
1: thank you. <laughs> and, I, uh, and I live in Central Florida where I've been for the last 23 years and I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois where I was born and raised. Um, a, I run a blog at Incompress.com, where I basically just talk about the fundamentals of making a living online, not necessarily a gazillion dollars but a nice full-time income that you can live off of. And, uh, and it's my blog is mainly like a resource type of blog than anything, but I basically teach people how to make the money first. It's important that they learn how to make money first and then learn how to make that money consistently. And that's two totally different things, making the money and making it consistently. I'm also a uh, Product or software developer, an iPhone app developer, and I. I just recently started an online, a new online business venture, which is WordPress blog designer slash developer. And before that, I worked at Walmart uh, for nearly ten years. And while working there, I was able to work on my online business, which later on allowed me to uh, quit my job or retire from work, uh, which was on February fifth. Two thousand and ten, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the f- short version of who I am, what I do, and what I did before. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, I, I know, like me, I'm sure everyone listening to this is curious on the specifics of the making money mm-hmm. part of this journey. But let's set the the story in motion first. So you said to me before that you've been working since you were twelve years old. Yep. Uh, what were you doing at twelve?
1: Well, at twelve, I remember I wanted to go to. Uh, well, before it was WWF, but I wanted to go to a WWE event, a wrestling event. Mm-hmm. And I really was crying about it. And my dad was like, Well, go get a damn job. So I said, Well, okay, well, go get me one. So he got me a job with working with one of his friends. He owned a restaurant. So I was a dishwasher, like, I don't know, I can't remember. I think like a buck fifty an hour. I don't know. All I know is like at the end of the week, he gave me like 25 bucks. That's it for was washing that, dishes. Was
0: that enough to get your ticket?
1: No, it wasn't. But it was enough to get me toys, <laughs> my own toys that I wanted, like the Transformers and G.I. Joe's, stuff that my dad couldn't get me.
0: Nice, man. <laughs> Those are my favorites, too. So, okay. So, you just it to begin with. Um, you know, as you went through being a teenager in high school and all of this, was there anything entrepreneurial in your interest or were you always no.
1: working? No. No, because my dad was a really, he's old school, my dad. So, he's a strong believer in working for what you got and what you want. So forever and a day, he's just been a blue collar worker, hard worker, and that's the way he taught us. By the time I started schooling around, he's like, okay, you don't wanna to go to school? You don't wanna do that? Okay, drop out. I actually dropped out at 15 and, um, and started working full time. And that's what I did, And, and then, because that's what I was taught. And, um, and then at 17, we had our first kid, my wife and I then, my girl, my, uh, my girlfriend, and we had a baby girl, which she just turned 18. She's graduating now, uh, God bless her. And um, so I just went straight to work, man. And I honestly, I didn't, even, uh, I didn't even know what the hell entrepreneur meant. You know, all I know is that I had my first taste of working a two job thing, you know, like working two jobs for my first time ever. And I had sort of a breakdown. So from then on, uh, you know, when my daughter, I think was like two years old, that's when that happened. And I just made a promise to myself that I was never, ever going to work two jobs again. So I always had like a hustle going since I'm very, you know, like a jack of all trades, I think you could say. I could do pretty much everything okay. with my hands, just you know, work on cars and you know, construction, anything. So I always did that as a job. I held one job and then on the side I would like either tint windows or, you know, lower cars. Like they had this thing here when I was a kid when they first first started doing low riders. I would go around with my little thing and and just Cut springs from cars and lower them, tint windows, install stereos. So I think that's when really, when that entrepreneurial thing started, when I just started making my own money on the side, just to keep from getting myself, from, just to keep from myself from working two jobs.
0: Mm, I can imagine even having-
1: though I yeah, Even though I didn't know what the hell to, uh, entrepreneurial was or what it was to own your business, because my dad always worked for someone else. But, right. Yeah.
0: I, I guess when you were doing car modifications that's sort of like having your own business in a way you could see how that might work yeah so at 17 having a child i'm thinking one of the most important pressures was just a sense of responsibility and i I can see where your family values come from besides you know your own parents but also needing to grow up at 17 i'm guessing would have been a bit of pressure
1: yeah so i mean right then and there my dad was like as soon as we got you know they found out you know and they were like well you got to go out and get a job a, a real job and go out there and get an apartment which was really hard for me It was the first time i was out on my own and then you know it was everything was new to me family wife a kid I, I was just horrible at it i was like the worst at everything and all i was worried about was just making money to to cover the bills and at the end i just had a nervous breakdown i just said screw this screw you boss this And we quit, we lost our apartment, we went back home and we lived there uh, until my, you know, my wife was, you know, she was pregnant and all that stuff. And yeah, and then from there, that's that's when I I just said, you know, I got to do something. And yeah, little by little, I I went back to work, I got a job and I started, I just made sure that I always had enough money or, or had a way to make money without working two or three jobs. Like I later found out that people did. Cause I didn't know people did that. My, my father always had one job and his hustle was mechanics. He was a very good mechanic. So that's in his garage. He always had a car there from someone, a friend or a friends of a friends, you know, always someone. So he always had extra money like that. And I guess that's where I learned it from. And, uh, so I never saw my dad had two jobs or more than that, more than one job. And, um, so when I started learn- getting real jobs and I saw people had two, three, even four jobs, that scared the hell out of me. I'm mm. like, what kind of life is this? Even now, I have my brother. He works three jobs. And he has like five kids. And yeah. they don't. no life, no life. I'm mm. like, what the hell?
0: So when did the internet enter this? Because it doesn't sound like it's anywhere near you at this stage. No.
1: Yeah, the internet was, honestly, I was... Um, through my struggles with having a job, a, a good consistent job longer than like a month, i f- I found Walmart in 2000, and that was the, the first or the last job I ever held, and last job I ever worked for anyone. And like three months in, I think it was two months in, I was fairly new at the job. All I know is I was going to work one day, and at a red at red light on the right corner, on the right side corner of the street, there was a picket sign that says. Call here to, to, make, to learn how to make money on eBay. So I knew what eBay was because of all, all the commercials. I knew it was an auction site. So that's when I called. And then it turned out to be I had to buy this damn CD or something for like 10 bucks. It was under 10 bucks. And when I, I got it on my house, they sent it to me. I, I mean, this is going to make me sound like an idiot, but I popped it in like on my car radio. I popped it in on my, <laughs> and, and it didn't work. <laughs> so I asked my wife. Was like 20 times, 100 times smarter than me, and I said, baby, this damn thing won't work. And she's like, you're stupid. This is a CD-ROM. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is a CD-ROM? So then it took like another two or three months to convince her to buy my uh, computer. And that's really where I got it. Uh, my first taste of the thing was with eBay. Just, it, it was just a stupid CD telling you, go to yard sales and flea markets and newspapers, find out moving sales, buy their junk and sell it. It, you know, you but it worked. Yeah, yeah, it did. It worked. I mean, I wasn't making a gazillion dollars, but you know, I, I guess what the thing is so that me not knowing about business or nothing, I just was comfortable with making enough. So if I made like four hundred bucks a month, I was cool with that, and I did not do anything else until that money ran out. Then I would go out there and do some more stuff to get that. You know, if I knew about business, then I would, you know, scale it or you know, monitor, or you know, you know how. You do business, you find something, you scale it to, like, whatever. But it worked. It kept me from doing multiple jobs mm. okay, or so working.
0: Okay, so you have a computer and you're doing some eBay. When did you do more than that? Because I'm assuming you're working Walmart, raising kids. You must be getting your second child yeah. soon. And I mean, 2000, when you started at Walmart to when you quit, when did you quit? Was it 2008, you said? or 2008? No, 2010.
1: 2010, that's 10 years. Yeah. So
0: what were you doing for 10 years?
1: Well, I was doing all kinds of stuff. Um, the eBay thing was always there until about 2005, and then like the poker boom came, and I was already playing poker, so I started building and selling poker tables, and, um, and I was part of like, until I'm, I'm, this day, I'm like one of the m- most well-known and respectable poker table builders on these forums, you know how you got all these forums on how to DIY forums, so that's really how I started selling online, you know. But And then somewhere along the line, I honestly cannot remember. It was probably around 2007 or something or 6 when I somehow got an email. Okay, I know not what it is, but back then somehow I got an email about this business opportunity to make money. And it was an MLM thing. So that's really the first quote-unquote internet Thing like we know internet marketing, but it wasn 't really internet marketing. they were teaching me how to do it offline, and I was like, man, I know this I know it could be done online because i 've been doing stuff online to sell, so why can't I sell this downline stuff online and And I started doing that, and I think that 's really when it, it hit it I started learning about list building and branding and all that stuff, and um, I ran into. A, you know, a guy who was, like, uh, real popular and big on that, and that circuit and that MLM stuff got me to join his program, and, and then he became my mentor, you know? He lives, like, an hour away from here in Tampa, where I live at, and uh, so I started going there every week, and from him, I really learned everything about pretty much what I do now, about list building and, you know, building a relationship with them and all that stuff, and... You know, so can you, that's
0: really where it started. Can you give us an example of when you first put this knowledge into practice? Because it's, you know, well and mm-hmm. good to say I learned about having a list and I learned about okay, yeah. all that. But what did you actually do to apply it?
1: Well, OK, well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in MLM, but MLM usually had these these systems and programs where you could drive, tra- tell people to go to that website and sign up, right? Well, here's what happens, right? You're building the list in their platform, so you can't take that with you. You really can't email them or send them messages. So I learned how to drive traffic to that page by my mentor. He was, you know, telling me all these different weird things to go to Craigslist, go to Google, go to all these different places and YouTube. YouTube marketing. That's really where I was driving most of my traffic with YouTube, making videos about this program. People go there. So when I got to with my mentor, then now great friend of mine, he. Um, he taught me about why I should be building a list for myself you know instead of for them, and he showed me the difference and that 's when I learned about aweber and then you know, how to create my own website and uh, So I learned how to do all that literally, I learned how to build websites and everything from YouTube because even my mentor didn 't know how to do it he he had he paid people to do it, but i didn 't have money like that to pay people you know so I learned from YouTube on how to build an opt in page and uh, to build a list. And then from there, how to communicate with that list in order for them to join my programs. And that's really when I started doing all that stuff and uh, and learning how to build a list and and communicate with them and all that stuff.
0: Now, you have to tell me how how you did life at this stage, uh, Joey, because I can't imagine a guy who didn't know what a CD-ROM was (laughs) for has then gone on to use YouTube to teach himself how to set a website up and you're still working at Walmart full time, right? You're doing an, an an hour a day. Yes. So did you just come home at night and sit there and watch a YouTube video and here's how to do FTP and upload your file to the server and then, you know, do all the HTML code and all that. Was that your life at that point?
1: Well, uh, I had by 2005, four, I kind of positioned myself at Walmart to where I had a steady schedule and everything. So I was working from Monday to Friday had weekends off and I was working from 5 a.m. in the morning to 2 p.m. So it it gave me a chance to work at at the afternoon to, uh, you know, put my time in, into this, this thing. And, and to be all honest, and I should have said this before, but to me, it wasn't a business. To me, it was just another way to make extra money that's it it was another way to keep me from having two three jobs okay because like i live in florida there's beaches all over the place and all that all kinds of ways to have fun so it's a pain when you're working and you don't have a lot of money it's it's a real pain to go to the beach Okay. A lot of people, you know, they see it on TV. Wow. It's all pretty. But let me tell you, it's exhausting. It's not as all that. You go to the beach in the morning, you fight traffic, then you got to fight the traffic there to get a good spot. You're in the sun all day, playing with your kids, all that stuff. Right. So by the end of the day, you know, I'm start. We're all starving because we didn't have enough, a lot of money. We've been just eating chips and potato chips and Doritos and stuff. So we're hungry. We're all sticky. We're all dirty with sand. We're all real just miserably just hot and sunburned. Then we got to go home, drive two to three hours, you know, like that, all uncomfortable in a small little car, right? So to me, that money was extra money. So I could, when I do go out there to make, uh, to the beaches with my wife and kids, we stay there for the weekend. We leave Friday, stay at a nice hotel, then come back Sunday when we're all rested, showered up and everything. So till then, that's all it was to me. Okay?
0: So So you're just thinking you're going to work at Walmart, make yeah. a living and then this is the fun play money you get online. And yeah, that was, it was like money. You weren't sort exactly. of... Exactly. Well, nope. Once did- I
1: made once I made uh let's say I would need Let's see. See, here's where I really learned how to make money whenever I wanted to, because if let's say spring break was coming up, my wife wanted to go to the beach. All right. Well, we figure out how much we needed. We needed about a thousand dollars for the hotels and all that craft food and all that shit. Right. So I would literally go there, email my list and tell them, hey, join my program. I got a special going. Here's this. Here's that. I'll teach you how I'm driving traffic. I was real big. I was real, really well known for driving traffic with Craigslist then. So I would te- tell people, hey, I'll give free mentorship for like a month if you join my program, and instantly I'll get my money that I needed for that, and then I won't do anything else. You see, I would that that's that, I think that was the problem with me why my success didn't come a lot sooner or my retirement from work because all I needed was two thousand bucks. I made it, and then that's it. And then when I needed to go out for another vacation, I would go out there again and do the same thing. You know?
0: The the thing that sounds, maybe people are thinking this though, you had Mm -hmm. an ability to do something that had value online. So in this case, you had Craigslist and you you learned how to get traffic from that, which is something other people wanted to know. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like you did the same thing with YouTube and you learned how to use YouTube to get traffic and you you weren't sending it to your own sites and eventually you built your own sites and you start building your own newsletter and so on. That learning process, Joey, was that sort of just you, you know, sitting in home, you, know, you had your mentor, but besides that, just that two o'clock in the afternoon after you finished work, just sitting there and playing with things and seeing what worked. And obviously you had experience yeah. from the pool tables and you were using forums to, to get clients there. Is that? You know, because you actually have to have something of value to give people.
1: Yeah. Well, the yeah, the value I had at that time was um, was the way I was driving traffic, and as long as you had something to offer for them to give you money, then that would that's the easiest way to you know then you can make money, and it still it still is to this day. So I would literally just whip up a video and 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 my screen capture and just say, hey, I drove traffic to this website. Um, using YouTube, this one video, here's how much I made, and um, come join my program and I'll show you. But it was, let me tell you, I was, I was, and I hate to say this, but I was more taken, how do you say, how should I say, um, I was taken advantage of at that time by my mentor then, because he's seen a golden ticket in me. So basically he. I was the guy that was filling up the rooms and, the webinars and all that stuff, and he would make all the money, and I would just get a little small chunk. But me not knowing any better, that was good enough for me. How
0: were you filling rooms? What were you doing? Because traffic's not easy to get normally. What were you doing? Yeah,
1: well, because he would use me. By then, I, was already, I already had a name for myself in that, in that world there. And so people were like, oh, my God, Joey from Kissimmee is going to be here live on this webinar. So literally, you know, that's how he would jam-pack the room. And he was really good at filling, I mean, driving traffic. It's just he didn't really teach me all that stuff. He wanted to keep me on for himself. And then when I went out there on my own, which was probably around 2008, um, I, I was literally left alone. Like, he did not help me at all. So basically, you know, and to answer your question, like, how did I get all good at all this to the way it is now is literally by trial and error. My learning curve was so long and so huge because I did it all on my own afterwards, you know. Um, and then somewhere around 2009, that's really when I started taking it a little bit more serious, mm. because by then I was already making a pretty good money consistently online. I left the, uh, you know, the the MLM world sort of to go into the affiliate marketing product creation world, the ClickBank world, and so it was new new to me. But then you know, on my way to from work one day, going to the bank, and I was gonna deposit my my work check from Walmart. We got paid every two weeks. I think I was making like four hundred, five hundred dollars every two weeks. And also, I had some other internet checks. You know, like I don't know, like five or six of them. So right there, as I'm filling out the form, uh, to, you know, to the, the deposit form, I noticed that like my internet checks were like three, four, five times more than that one little check from walmart that i had to work two weeks for one of the checks was nearly double and that check came from like two promotional things two emails and that's when i really said you know what this 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 shit really works and i'm kind of tired of doing it the old way that i was taught i need to change the way i'm doing things i need to create my own brand my own products and i need to take a little bit more serious so that's when I, I really went all out, and that 2009 before, up until 2010.
0: Sorry, before you, like, I, I, I would like to explore you know, mm-hmm. Joy Kasimi becoming Joy Kissimmee, the his own brand and, and teaching, but I'm still missing, like, a, a knowledge gap here. You, you had these checks that were more than your salary from Walmart, and it sounds like, you know, one of them was double your Walmart salary, and you just sent some emails and sold something. Yeah. Can you just break down...
1: How like, I was making yeah, it? Like Click,
0: ClickBank. Okay. Did you just go to ClickBank, pick a product, and how did you get the traffic to sell it as no. an affiliate or what okay. happened?
1: Okay. E- excellent question. Um, I see where you're getting at. There was this program I was a part of. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna name the name. Anyways, they're not even. They don't even exist. But it was what's called a two-up program where you pass up the first sales and then you get the next two. Then you pass up the next sale and then you get the next two. It's called a two-up program, right? So that program had a really cool system, and that's really, I think, where I started learning about AWeber, how to market AWeber, how to do affiliate marketing That from that program, okay? And that program in the back office, they had like a, a, a series of newsletters, right, like 20 or 30 or 40, uh, you know, pre-scripted newsletters, and all you had to do was upload it to AWeber, your AWeber, And it's already written. And then certain fields will be pre-populated with your name and your website and your brand. So that newsletter was being sent out on, I don't know, I can't even remember, weekly basis or every other day or every three days, whatever. It was just an autoresponder. So it was a newsletter that talked about different topics. And one newsletter may talk about building a list with Aweber. Another one may talk about hosting. Another one may talk about blogging. Another one may be talking about whatever so all, you had, all I had to do was create an affiliate account with AWeber, with HostGator, with Bluehost, or Bluehost wasn't around at that time, but HostGator, um, what else was out there, with some products that were on ClickBank. So I had to become an, a ClickBank affiliate to get that code. And all I had to do was put that code there. So those checks were coming from that. I would drive traffic to the website. How did you do right? that? They, well, so through good. YouTube. Do YouTube that's really how I did it through youtube, so
0: how did you like how do you, people put YouTube videos up all day and they don't get yeah. traffic from what what were you doing differently with YouTube back then?
1: Well, the thing is back then it was a lot easier than than it is now, so basically back then, when you had an m l m program or or whatever, you could literally put a video up and and you know, like me, for example, I would make a video and say, "Hey, I just joined this program." And within a week or whatever, within a month, I got this check. Here's the check, man. And I use videos like this. So, you know, I want to teach you how to do that. Go to my website, joeykasimi.com and you'll, you'll see what I'm doing, you know, and that's it. And then they go there, and the system's already done for you. It's like a, a replicated system. I don't know if you know what that is. You know what a replicated system is?
0: Uh, I think I can infer from what the title is. Okay. Well,
1: a replicated system means that I have a, a sales funnel, okay? An opt in page, then a series of sales pages afterwards where are selling you on the concept. Like usually a three, four page. There's an About Me page, a testimonials page, and a proof page, and then a sign up page. That's usually how it works. The front page is the opt in. So, what, you know, a replica, what makes it a replicated system is that you sign up under me then you're able to use that same replicator system. And all you have to do is just insert your name on a few places and your phone number and your email and all that's it. And that's it. Buy a domain for you. Get that, that link that says program, whatever program it is, slash username. That'll be your you know replicator system. And then whatever sales that go through there, you get, a, you get the, the credit for. Okay? So it's kind of similar to MLM. Kind of. Yeah, sort of. But yeah, it's exactly MLM are using that right now. Matter of fact, so because of the two up systems. Two up systems really revolutionized the way everything works, the way things work now. You know? So um I have a replicated system right now. Not for that, but for a for for people to be able to use for, you know, uh, to generate leads. Not to make sales for me or nothing, no program, it's just to generate leads. Okay. But you know, literally, like with YouTube, was the the thing is to people. I have no idea how people were searching for, it, but all I know that the videos people were searching it like crazy. Like, remember back then, I did not understand about analytics, about search terms, about keywords. I didn't even know about that. I didn't even know I was doing any keyword thing or SEO. I didn't even know what SEO was. All I know. Is From what I learned is to go out there, make a video branding you that you could teach them how to do that. They go to your website. And then from there, boom, once they sign up, you let the autoresponder do the work Mm -hmm. and make the sale. You know, so literally that's how all the traffic I was getting is from that. And then when I started doing blogging, which wasn't really blogging, it was just a way to promote that program. Somehow I got really good at SEO. I mean, I really got good at it. I mean, not like doing keyword stuffing or whatever. It's just I had this one way that I would piggy that I would use to get my websites or my pages ranked. And um, you know, we could talk about that if you want. It doesn't work anymore, but basically, that's how I was getting my websites ranked, and um, and I would get more traffic from there. You know, so okay.
0: Well, no, I just want to get my head around. Like A lot of people say they made this money during the early days, and maybe the methods don't work anymore, but yeah, it still helps, no. because it sounds to me like the way you kind of built your initial skill set was actually maybe the MLM days and perhaps before that with selling pool tables online. It's kind of like... Pol- poker tables. Poker table, sorry. And, and, <laughs> yeah, smaller. Um, it sounds like you got good at just sort of hustling, going to a Craigslist yeah. and putting an ad up and then going to YouTube and talking about the success you had, and then once you built these little pieces of success, you were able to then go and create new videos saying, Listen, I just got a thousand yeah. new people to my newsletter, w- watch this video, and I'll show exactly. you how I just it was made. all proof based. Yeah, you just kept doing something at work, then you'd create a video to show it's like it's, it's very feeding on itself, isn't it? Um,
1: yes, and, yes, and and that's when I got really good at branding myself, and because that's really what sells. In the MLM world, for whoever's listening to, you know, you got like a huge audience, probably bigger than anyone I know. And I'm sure there's some MLM people, but that's really how MLM only works. The MLM only works if you brand yourself. And that's why I was able to make it work because I was the guy that was teaching you and you saw my face and you actually got to talk to me, you know, not the other way around where I'm the face and you're just using me which is what really replicated systems do, is, you know, I'm the face, and then they're pretty much piggybacking off of me. They never talk to me. They never do anything. in And then when they talk to you, it's like you. If you're one of my downlines, you're doing that. The same thing I teach you, you get traffic. Well, who the hell is Yaro? You know, on the website, it's only talking about Joy kasimi I want to talk to Joy kasimi So, you know, the branding is really important with, with that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I really got good at. And along the way, I got good at making videos. I got good at making web pages. I got good at at teaching people. Because right now, what you may, well, you know, because you're from back in the days, but a lot of people think webinars are new. They're not. We were doing that way back in the days with, with the MLM stuff. The only way you would, so you see a webinar is with MLM. And we were doing that then. So I got really good at talking to people and you know and all that stuff and building you know, all that stuff so okay and then uh, i i kind of found my own way to what i'm doing now
0: which it sounds like is you sort of started to express once you it, it was right when you saw the checks and you'd made more money from that than walmart is that when mm-hmm. you decided i should be thinking about quitting my job and and changing things
1: well i almost quit to be honest because when i actually asked for my my statement i already had made um in like less than half a year what i made in the entire year at walmart but just something i don't know what i I just don't know why i I honestly cannot answer why i did not quit yet because i guess it was fear um because i you know of the insecurity or or something Mm -hmm. you know i I had a secure job like i already knew how the, the online already like i already understood that online was like up and down, up and down. I would make like $2,000 one day and then the next time it would take me like two months to make it. So I knew it was a real up and down type of thing. Maybe that's why I got scared. You know, maybe leaving the, a secure job that I've been with forever, you know? Um, I was setting up to only work at Walmart 20 years, to retire from Walmart in 20 years. They had a retirement plan for you that literally when I retired at 20 years, I'd be worth like, I don't know, six, $700,000 you know? Pretty so good. I, was, I was setting up for that. I was actually setting up for the million because since I was making all that money online, I was actually putting 80%, the max that you could put, 80% of my income on Walmart, I was putting into that that retirement plan. Right. So I was setting up for the million, you know? Is that, but,
0: is that retirement plan still sitting somewhere for you? Like, can you access that or? I took it all out. Okay, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, I took it all
1: out. <laughs> out. I, it, it ain't even that much. I mean, because I retired at, at the nine-year mark, which uh, and. You know, whatever it was, I think it was like, I can't remember, to be honest. It, it went away a lot faster than I got, it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, well, yeah. So, take and, us
0: from the, you didn't quit your job immediately. This was 2008, but you did quit in 2010. So, you just sort of kept doing the same thing for those two years?
1: No, actually, in, when I started getting that, 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 that check, right, or when I finally realized that this was serious and I need to take it a lot serious, and, and I was working towards to the day I would quit Walmart that I was, would be able to quit. Because uh, by then I thought that you needed like a million dollars to be able to quit. So that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Didn't work out that way. But the, my mentor at that time, right, the, the way he would, he taught people and the way he taught me to do it is just to be on webinars all day long, literally for like seven days a week and just be there mo- morning, noon, evening, midnight, because this is how he ran his business. So that's how I was running it. So I got really burnt out with that, and my good buddy from uh, from uh, London, he he got into the you know affiliate marketing world and all that stuff, product creation, product launches, and that's when I got into that. I said, you know what, I like that better, because now instead of me chasing people, now the people chase me. What I do now, I don't chase anyone. Okay, people chase me, and it sounds kind of you know douchey and and mean, but it, it you know. What I mean by people chasing me is that people, when they find me, they already know what they want. They already know that they are looking to learn how to make money. They already know, know come to me. They find me already knowing that they want to learn how to create an opt-in page, or or maybe one of my products. You know, they already looking for me. Where that they already looking for a, a software that will create their cover images, custom cover images for the timeline. So when they get there, they already know that that that's what they're there and they buy. I'm not chasing them and say, hey, I got a cool software. Hmm. You know what I mean? How are they so finding you? now. Well, now I'm pretty good at doing you know marketing and 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 all that stuff. So um, a lot of uh, a lot of SEO type stuff. Um, I really see, I hate to say just SEO because it seems like I I don't do any type of SEO stringing or whatever like they say out there. You know. What I mean by that, well, we could t- talk, get into that conversation later. We're well, kind of jumping. I mean, yeah. Let me let me see how I got into this here, okay? Yep. When I got into affiliate marketing, when I right in early two thousand nine, and I got into right there. Okay, this is what I want to do. I want to create my own products. I want to pro- do a product launch. Well, I used the old list that I had to make some more money. I created this real quick product on how to market from YouTube and all that stuff, and I sold it to him. Made uh, I don't know like three or four thousand dollars. That money was used, I, I, me and my, my, uh, my buddy from London, we put in half to buy uh, Frank Kern's mass control course, right? Mm-hmm. And that's really like when my whole life and my whole business model, and that's when I really learned what business is, that's when everything changed for me because then I learned even more like the real list building strategies, and really all the ways that you could learn how to do that. And that's what I did. I started doing that and created my own products and did product launches. And, I mean, the first three bombed because my list did not understand what that was. They were they, they, That old list was only for all they knew was, was, was you know, MLM. Mm-hmm. So then by 2010, um, I started getting really good because I started building a new, a new database, how new you, leads. How did you all do that? that? Stuff. Well, um, I started using YouTube at the beginning, and what I did was and this it is a funny story because this almost happened by accident, because actually, my buddy in London, this is Johnny, his name is Johnny Johnny, for all those guys. you probably know him Johnny G, Johnny and a group of us right uh, that were internet marketing buddies from all over the world, and I was really good at creating these little short tutorials so Since I don't create, let's say, since I don't put a web form on a web, uh, let's use this example. Since I don't create web forms often, right, what I used to do is create a tutorial for me, only for me. Okay, and I would whip up the screen capture. All right, Joey, this is how I did this. It's sort of like a a note for myself, Mm -hmm. right? So I had a whole bunch of these. So when my buddies like Johnny and all these other guys would ask me, Joey, how did you put that web form there? Well, here's a video. This is how I did it. I really can't remember. He said, because I did it about three months ago. Here's the video. They actually got me to, they said, bro, you need to put this on YouTube, man. You know, you could get traffic from this. I already knew you could get traffic by doing those those self-promotional proof videos, right? Mm -hmm. So I started doing that. I put those videos on there. It's now known as the super quick tutorials, you know, but I started putting those. And from there, people found me, my blog, which was back then, was joeykissimi.com. And that's how I started building a new list because people found those tutorials. Till this day, those tutorials are going like crazy. And that's how I do use YouTube right now, you know. And um, then I started learning a little bit about um, swapping, you know, the early days of swap, uh, of swap, how do you call that? Ad swaps, you know. Like Back with- then I used to call it, yeah, like ad swaps. It's well- not known as ad swaps. Back then I used to call it uh, list swappers. Okay. So mm-hmm. where so you promote. I would, yeah where I would go to you hey Yaro I've got this offer let's just swap I've got a list I've got like a thousand leads and just mail out my stuff to your guys and you mail out to, you know and I'll mail it to your guys or my guys to your mm-hmm. stuff
0: yeah I'll promote yours so, you promote mine and we both yeah go
1: well. yeah yeah that type of stuff so that's how I was building my my early years and early stuff and then what 2010- were you um, positioning
0: yourself as Joey was it sort of just you know, yeah. making money online, but did you have an angle? Like, I'm going to teach you yes, how to build a list or?
1: Yep. My angle was that, and I told people, uh, listen, I, I work at Walmart um, part-time, but I'm able to make a full-time job online. All right. And basically I positioned myself as that, as the guy who worked, but knew how to make extra money. So a lot of the people that comes comes to me are blue-collar type of people, people who work and just wants to make a little bit of extra money mm-hmm. and that's how I positioned myself and I think that's as a matter of fact I believe I know that's that's was my biggest selling and strongest selling point then is because I'm this blue-collar guy who works at Walmart but I'm still able to make money online and then I could show you how to do it so when they came to my uh, my uh thing website then it was more of an opt-in page than a blog you know they would I had this I can't remember the bribe I had. I think it was the bribe of of how I made i can't even remember the bribe it was some some stupid bribe for a video or something, and they got in there and I would be building a list and then through there I would market other affiliate mark when other people would you know do launches i would promote I would be part of that that launch thing, and that's how I was making a lot of money up until you know,
0: okay, so you basically started building a list that wasn't about MLM, it was about making money, and you kind of went with the angle of, I'm a blue-collar guy making some extra cash, if you're a blue-collar person, you can do what I do as well. And I'm <clears> assuming <throat> you were just kind of teaching them the basics of, you know, set up a, a page with an opt-in form and get a list and then give people this stuff on the list and then promote these products from ClickBank, and, and that was the sort yeah. of… Real basic, real
1: basic, real um, basic. What I did was uh, we created a self-replicated system, which we took this, we basically stole the concept from the MLM people uh, that they were doing, and we basically created our own replicated system, but it wasn't branded towards us. It was just a, matter of fact, you could find that right now. It's, it's for free right there on, 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 on my blog. It sounds like
0: PLR, that's what it's like, P, private label rights content.
1: No, it's not. It's not? No, because we were selling other people's stuff. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, because we were selling, like, if, if in ClickBank, at one point, everybody was launching, like, every week or every other day, you know? Yep. So, you know, I would build a list, and since it was all about making money online, it was an easy sale, you know, because of the fact that it, I didn't have to I wasn't recruiting. These people came to, my, to me. They found me because they wanted to learn how to make money. Now they're on my list. So any offer that had to do with build, with making money, I could easily just send it to them. Mm-hmm. It's a ClickBank affiliate offer, right? So it's, I get a commission, and if they buy, I get a commission. I mean, I was literally making like thousands a day, man, you know, just the, the, by doing it. That's it. Those days but must be
0: gone, Joey, right? Because there's, there's just too much stuff. Long, <laughs> long gone.
1: <laughs> I can't send out an email and do that anymore. Long gone. Okay. But, okay. so
0: take us through to what you are doing today.
1: Okay. Well, um, then in, in basically in 2010, that's when I changed everything and really started doing it, uh, making more of a sustainable business. You know, because I quit my job. It was real scary, and basically I had to make all that money. You know, so what I was doing then to make money wasn't sustainable, because I literally got sick for like a month went to San Diego and just got crazy sick and I was in the hospital and all that stuff well, what when I was making like twenty thousand a month that month that I did not mail out then I did not do nothing literally i it went down to like three thousand dollars that month, so it was really scary and that 's when I started to say, all right, I need to do something here make a make it more sustainable, make it more of a recurring type of thing, make it more where it 's always generating so you know, um, I created a membership site, which is still full of people right now. And I start uh, start creating more. I changed my whole business model to be more of a, like I said, sustainable business and a business that that I don't have to pretty pretty much don't do anything with. Like I set it up once, and, and that's it. It just makes money. I created. That's why I'm into a lot of software creation, iPhone game creations, and now WordPress. Uh, designing and developing. So I do a lot of service-based uh, products, which is what I do, you know? I mean, there's three, basically three ways to make money online, you know? And then the ones is to like make a one-off product. Another one is through membership, subscription-based, where you're making money continuously every month. And another one is service-based, where you're creating a software or a service of some kind. And I found... Out of, like, I, you know, obviously, throughout this whole interview, you realize I'd like I done a lot of crap, right? <laughs> yeah. I found that this is the best model for me and for anyone is service based because you really don't have to spend a lot of time on that business. It, it, it's more of a passive type of business. I mean, nothing's ever 100% passive, but literally, like, I have a business right now where I go in there like twice or three times a month and that's it. And that's just to make sure everything's working right, you know? So what what exactly,
0: how does that work, Joey? Because I'm sure someone's thinking, what do you mean? You have like, you sell games and you're not a programmer or you you use WordPress templates, but you're not a graphic designer. Yeah, exactly. How how do these things all work? Tell us about the first one you made.
1: Well, all right. It it started in in, in 2010, like I said, when I decided to change my business model from product launch. And because, man, product launches... To be product launch dependent it sucks, because you're literally living like check to check, right? Mm-hmm. So I created this uh, 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 this replicated system for opt-in pages. You basically just go in there, once you buy, you get to edit whatever, download the, thing, the skin, you upload it to your hosting, and you got an opt-in page mm-hmm. of how exactly you want. And these are opt-in pages that work for me, so these are proven opt-in pages, right? So that was the first taste of really like something that's that's evergreen, you know, because uh, literally people looking for this was
0: right? it evergreen because you kept releasing more, more pages like every month they got a no, new design or.
1: Now, the all right, the difference between evergreen and uh, a one off thing is one, you know, you do a product launch, you sell the product, you close it down, and that's it. Evergreen is something that people could, that it's always on sale. Okay, like so. if you go to Walmart, there's always stuff there, right? right? The same product, the same hand soap, hand solution that you buy. So that's what Evergreen is. So
0: but you need the traffic then to keep the sales coming through because you always need exactly. new buyers. So where but, were the buyers yeah, coming from?
1: Well, the, the thing is, that's the beauty of it, that I would create these, these products based on what people were looking for and were having difficulty with or solutions or asking it, even if there's, there's something out there on it. So, like, for example, right now, people are always looking for a landing page generator. Till this day. mine's is, like, up there, like, the number one, number two on Google. I get crazy leads from that. So that's how I was finding that. What's the name I had of a free, it? The landing page generator? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's long right now because I give it away for free. If, it's, um, if you Google free landing page generator, you'll see it there. It's, like, incompress.com slash... LPG, I think that's the short one that I put out my video on my YouTube. It's free now, but I used to sell that. Yep. So I sold one free version and then to get the other five templates, I had like a little button and then if I would wide. So that's really like no traffic that I drove personally. It was all organic traffic. And then since then I really said, you know what, this is something here that I want to build something on. And from there, that's how I exactly done done it until now. I got a good formula for finding. These things, you know.
0: Okay, so what what was what's current one that you have members Time, paying for?
1: Timeline Slicer Pro, dot com. What, what does yeah. that do? It sounds like a that's, Facebook okay. tool. okay. It is. It's basically a, a tool, a web-based software that you can create custom cover images for. And that's it. That's all it basically is. Okay. But so the yeah. How did but you
0: how did you come up with this? Who made it? Who you know, okay. You're Perfect. Not a one, well, you're not a one-man show anymore, are you?
1: No. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Um, th- there's a formula that I use right now. In fact, that's how I used it with my website, uh, the, the new business venture that I'm on. That's a beauty about online. You could just create something for minimal cost and see if it worked. If it works, fine. If not, you know what I mean. That's a beauty thing. You can start it anytime. Anyways, I got I, I got it down to a science, pretty much, of exactly how I find products to create like the, the timeline slicer pro okay. okay so i'll take you through that one for example all right there's two ways that i personally do it right now to find a, a, a an audience a market and a market that wants to buy all right now you've i'm pretty sure you've heard this before and it sounds and it is cliche is find a hungry market that has a passion and has a pain and a struggle and all that crap right you've heard that right well
0: yes, you, all that crap. Yes, Joe.
1: <laughs> here's the myth buster. All that stuff is, and you could bleep this out, but all that stuff is bullshit. You do not need a market that's painfully hurting, that's struggling, that's just in pain, and you know, has a passion. You don't need none of that, dog. You don't. And that's just a real thing. I'm being honest here. All right. All you need is to have a market that has a problem with either a particular, an existing product out there that you can model after and create something similar or has a question of, is there a product available on this? Okay? So that's all you need. All right? That's it. These pe- people who are in pain and struggling, those guys really don't have money. Okay? <laughs> the people who are asking if there's a product out there already like this or damn, this product sucks. I wish it had these other features. They got money because they're basically telling you if it's out there, they're going to buy it. So here's what I do. Two ways. Number one is gather information. The way I literally do it is I go to... Well, I don't do it. I pay my outsourcer to do it. But you could do this. You go out there and you go into forums. Literally. Okay? And that's how I created the Timeline Slicer. When the, Remember the timeline first started? when it was just fan pages and they were Facebook was rolling this out. Yep. Remember that? Yep. People were bitching about it. They were so pissed off. They were they like, "Why are they doing this? Why? What am I going to do here? I don't understand it. This is huge." Where cuz the the average person doesn't know. They don't have the capabilities to add such a huge image there. And and if they knew how if they have have an image that big, they wouldn't know how to set it right. How to make it look good there. All right? So there was tons of forums, just people complaining about that. And also, they were asking questions, is there a tool out there like this? You know? And there was. There was like maybe two or three. Now there's a lot, like a gazillion. But i would be honest with you, mine is the best. Because what I did was, by those people recommending those other products, and then I went there and saw their reviews, that they suck, that this feature sucks, that this is too slow, that all this, here's what I did. I created my timeline side version with all the features that they wanted. I made it a lot cleaner, a lot faster, and I made it available for those guys. So literally, I got my guys to go in there and say, hey, the same way that they were doing it, hey, I found this here. I got my guys to go in there and say the same thing, hey, here's another one. I just found this, you know? And then that's how I started, get, you know, that's how I created that product. And actually, and here's a, another, another tip to do this, right? When you create a service, which is why I love services, and I got this from this model from my iPhone games, create two versions, a free one and a paid version or a pro version where you could charge. And what I did when I first created it, I created a free version. And that's what I was giving away to all these people to the forums. Then from there, forget it, word of mouth, the best marketing method ever in the entire world, which goes back to before Christ days, word of mouth. Man, that was just crazy. I started building a crazy list from there. Before you know it, they actually told me what they wanted. They what they wanted from that feature that I had from that version. So literally, those people I asked them what they wanted. They created the pro version. A month and a half, two months later, I had a list about 800, uh, uh, 900 people. I sold it. Sold about 600 plus units in one day. When I when I launched the pro version with the features that they asked for, so they literally paid for that or created a, they literally created that product for for me. They told me exactly what they wanted, exactly what they were willing to do.
0: Now you obviously have a developer on somewhere to, yes, to create. Yes, yes, I did. So
1: yep. Who
0: who? How how big is your team right now, Joey?
1: Well, I have a, I have teams in the Philippines here. Well, I have two full-time staff for the uh, iPhone developing company uh, iPhone games. One in the Philippines, one's here. Then I have another uh, developer which lives uh, up in, in Maine, and he basically does the soft programming, like the WordPress developers and all that stuff. And then, um, and then I have another guy that I go on and off that for the bigger stuff, like the Timeline Slicer Pro, which is that's completely custom. The entire thing is custom. And when I need something like that, eh, I go to him. But... I know people, I know the next question you're going to ask me, that, you know, a lot of people don't have that luxury, right? Well, it didn't happen that way because it took me years to find these guys. Um, the place that I go to and I still go to for certain jobs, if my guys are busy, is Odesk. That is the only place. That, oh, and Freelancer. If I can't find someone, if I have a hard time going on Odesk, I go to Freelancer and I get people there on what I need and I hire them out of there. So that's how I did. Through a lot of programmers, when you find a good one, to keep them, you know?
0: Okay. I think, I mean, I could probably spend the next hour going through the iPhone game business, the WordPress mm-hmm. theme template business. and But it sounds to me the way you kind of build your businesses out and you've just sort of built up over time is you spend some time in forums and learning about people's needs. And then you've gone and said, let's build something subscription-based uh, behind that, maybe give it away for free and then have a pro version. And... I'm, I'm assuming there's been some successes and some things that haven't gone as well, but you've got a few now that just keep selling and, and that's yeah. it. Is that pretty much how yeah. it works?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. I find a market, uh, like how I'm running my business right now, I find a market that just has some complaints about particular things and, uh, or, or problems or asking if there's, even, if there's even something available. And I usually create it for free and give it out there to test the market. Mm -hmm. And then right from there, from the get-go, I'm already asking them questions. There's usually a questionnaire there or something or say, hey, email me here. And then, um, you know what I'm saying? And then from there, they actually tell me, they actually create the product for me. Um, Another way that I do it is through surveys. (laughs) Surveys, oh my God. That's, That's how I'm building my membership site right now. The second membership site right now the, to, to create this because they told me that. And we could talk about that if you want. I got a really good way to do that. But, you know, they you they, um, know they, that's pretty much how I do it. And then once they tell me, I create the pro version. And then I release it to that current people who are using it. See, that's the best pre- people to, to sell stuff to and to get feedback and gather information is the people that are already using a, a, a version of it and you give it to them or sell it to them dirt cheap because they're already there, right, and get information. And that, that'll give you another chance to really work on the back part of the coding to make sure the system can handle more than just two people because at the beginning of the process, the creation process, is just you and the developer. That's it. So you need to make sure your, your system will, is able to handle it. So you do a soft launch and then get more feedback. And add more features if they want it or take features away if they don't like it. And then you do a bigger launch and put it out there, mm. you know, and use your customers to promote your stuff. That's how my, my – that time my slice is, is, is uh, running right now. I have no, like, a real affiliates like you, you know. I have the customers are the ones, word of mouth, you know. The first thing I teach them within it is called the low-hanging fruit method, you know. They're the ones – that I, t- I have to say, all right, you want to make your money back? Here's how you do it. Go to ClickBank. Sign up here. Get your ID and share it with your friends. Literally, I have over, a th- I don't know, 1,000, or 1,500 affiliates. And the average only has like two or three sales. Mm. But it's because they go out there and share it. Well, if they're going to share it, and make, why not make a few bucks off of it? They're really pretty much pushing my stuff word of mouth. You know? Mm.
0: So what do you personally do now, Joy? Like what did you do today? It's nighttime Monday night for you.
1: Today? <laughs> yeah. I spent the, the entire day uh really with my with my son and my kids. The Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays we do we're real busy. I'm really not online a lot. Um uh, cuz I we got jujitsu class. We got you know, my son's only three, so I'm with him all day. I don't turn on the, the thing at all. And then um and that's pretty much it. Okay, and so then, what uh, about a
0: working day when you're actually working? What do you, or when do you work? Is it sort of an hour? Fridays,
1: here, uh Usually fri- Fridays and Thursday and Fridays, because Fridays, I, uh, my, my, my wife's here all day long and she, could, she takes the kids to jujitsu and all that stuff. So I could lock, my, lock myself down in a room in my home office. And uh, so pretty much I turn on the computer like around. 2 (laughs) PM. Oh my God. I'm going to sound like a douchebag here, but But literally, I I mean, I spend most of my day with my son and all that stuff, but around 2 PM I started up um, and I usually get with, uh, like like right now my main thing is the WordPress uh, blog uh, company that I just started for premium themes. Mm -hmm. So we're cranking out. I'm usually like about with two hours with my programmer and designer. And just talking about, all right, this is good, this is that. Whatever the task that they had that week, we go over that. Then the next two, the next hour, I'm talking. We we have a session with my peoples like from the Philippines, and and then the people from here for my iPhone games. And then once that's done, um, I actually you know check emails, which it's a very bad 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 thing. Everybody, don't get into doing that. That's stupid. But I do it anyways because I actually answer my own customer supports and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I spend about an hour doing that. And then when all that's done, when all the distraction is gone, uh, when everything's done, then I actually start doing my blogging, which is I usually write and make videos or whatever I have to do for the following week. So I'm down to making two, one, one post actually now per week. So I work on that post on that. And then once that's done, I start writing or edit, which is not hard because if I interview you, I usually do it right then and there. I I like I edit the video and and render it and done. All it's waiting is for uploading. So on that Friday, after I'm done with the blog post and all that stuff, then I actually go ahead and upload that to my Libsyn and then write a real quick thing on, on, on my blog post and schedule it for release on Sundays. I'm starting to do it on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. I really don't do not do much anymore because, like I said, I did not want to work like 24-7 on, on this online thing. I built it. It took me a while, you know, from 2010 to really about mid-2012, where I could literally do whenever I want. You know, I built... I made sure that my business does not run me, it runs around me. And, you know, so mm-hmm. I could just crank it up whenever I want. Um, so, and then <clears> on <throat> Tuesdays is really when I get, I'm starting to get more work done now because um, I'm actually doing more interviews now. I have a podcast show called The Incompressed Podcast. And last year it was pretty much just me and, and, and the people's. This year, I'm actually branching out because I'm expanding my brand to what I'm doing now. And that's why I got you on my show. I got a whole bunch of other experts. So I'm doing a lot more of that. So um, Tuesdays, usually, I spend about three, four hours doing interviews. Mm. And usually, it's just two or three. And then that's it. I do it the next week. Okay. But, All
0: right, Joe. I think, I, I, like I said, I could. there's so many different things you do now that I, I would probably will get us lost by going through it all. I think it's always best for people to actually just go check out your site and then follow whatever path of learning they want to follow from what you offer there. So what's the best site to get like an introduction to everything that we've been talking about here?
1: Okay. The best place to find me at for everything that I do is IncomePress.com. That's my hub, that's my station, that's my home, uh, that's my livelihood right there. Um, I share everything and anything right there. You can find me on Facebook from there, you can find me on my Twitter from there, and you could pretty much learn about what I'm doing, you know, and what I'm up to there. You know, I put out a lot of good stuff there.
0: Okay, so uh, just any passing words here, Joanne, because you've done so many different things, and it sounds like Mm -hmm. you've reached a point, though, that's, you've got a business model that's awesome, like if you only need Mm -hmm. to work 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, uh, and I'm assuming you're making some pretty good money nowadays with so many different membership sites. And You said you had 1,500 people in one of them already, so um, there's a, a long journey though to go from someone who's just starting to where you're at now. There's pages to create, there's people to hire, there's research to find what the needs are. Where does a person's at the start? do what do they do what what would you know given everything you know in hindsight how would you start Mm -hmm. again now
1: well how i would start now well here's before i answer that let me just give you the best advice for starting an online business okay and i know that the word business is really it's really um it's how do you say, afraid? How do how you say that word? There's a, intimidating. Mm-hmm. The word business, especially for a person like me, who was always taught since young to work for someone else, okay? Never taught business, you know, the culture of business or whatever, you know, that is really intimidating to me, all right? So here's the thing. The best word of advice for that is, and this is how I literally, I live by this, Okay. And that is to listen, learn, and implement, okay? That has guided me this entire thing. Once I figured out what I, what, that this is what I want to do, that has guided me to success. I listened to everything that those people had to say. I learned as much as I could from those people. And then once I was d- done listening and learning, I went out there and implemented I took action. You could do all the listening and learning you want, but if you don't implement, you don't take action, you won't get any kind of results. And you need results to, in order to analyze and then make an educated decision on what to do next, whether to move forward or to scratch that pr- particular project. Okay? So whatever you're planning on doing, make sure you find a good resource to listen to, to learn from, and then go out, once you're done listening and learning, go out there and implement, okay? Now, and that, that works for everything, all right? Now, as far as the best thing to start, I honestly believe, wholeheartedly in my heart right now because it's what's running my business, is to get into either the information business or the service business, okay? If you're really good at teaching and creating products and all that stuff, well, obviously, you have to learn your craft. So learn before you teach. You can't just go out there and learn about something and go out there and teach. You have to learn it, implement it, get through a few cracks there, and then teach it, all right? Which is a little bit more of a learning curve, all right? But the service-based model, that's perfect for anyone starting out because they literally don't have to know anything about coding or nothing not even designing, all they have to know is that go out there, find the people that they're, one, questioning a product or a service that's already out there similar to something you could create and two, questioning whether it's even available, okay? And then uh, the second one is to to see if they're complaining about a particular product, if there's, you know, the reviews, like, man, you know, I wish they had these features, all that. And then work on creating a service around that and always create a free version i call it freemium to premium create a free version of it get those people to get there use it they're the ones that's going to give you the feedback and create the product that they're actually willing to pay for okay because think about it right Yaro? if you actually had a chance right now to get what's your favorite car model do you drive a car right now i know you travel the world uh, <laughs> yeah
0: no I, I well if you're going to give my favorite it's it's been the audi r8 for a long time okay
1: so let's say the Audi all right, right? You right? There's features there that you, you know you would want, right, that, that they don't have. So what if you had the chance to create those features after you go to the Audi production place and create that and put the, the, all the bells and whistles that you want? Would you do it, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Here's what you're doing. You're literally telling those people what you would be willing to pay for, okay? Because even though they're telling you, here, Tell me what you want in this, and I'll put it in there. Okay? You're going to tell them. But at the same time, you're telling them that that's the features that if that car had, I would pay for. Why? Because if it already had it, you would buy it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Right? So basically, that's all. So that, that's the best thing. And, that's, and just take it easy, man. Just take it one step at a time. You know what I mean? I know you, you must first learn how to make the money. And then once you learn how to make money and you can make it pretty much anytime you want, uh, then learn how to make it consistently where it's always there. You know?
0: Wise words, Joey. And, and it sounds like the research phase is really critical here. Getting to know those complaints and mm-hmm. getting clear about that is, is the doorway to the successful ideas. So uh, thank you for mm-hmm. breaking down. I mean, we've probably talked more about your background, I think, than what you're currently doing. But it's good to get, a, I guess, a cross comparison of how much it's changed over the years. You've kind of gone from an eBay guy to an MLM guy to a uh, kind of doing similar to MLM, just teaching people how you've made money, which a lot of it's become not as effective as it used to be, to mm-hmm. realizing that that's not the business model if you want sustainability. And now it's quite elegant. Find problems that people have and, and build uh, a free version to get some people who are really interested and then use them as a research tool to get the best paid version you could make so you can make a lot of sales. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, Incompress.com to find anything about Joey Kasimi, And I, I'm assuming the subscription model business that you currently do is something you have a program you teach as well.
1: Yeah, it's it's really easy. The, 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 the thing about the key to the subscription model is to... Is to make it where people are sticking around, you know. The average stick rate is around three months. Mine's is over two years, mm-hmm. you know. So I have a, a certain way and, and and steps to actually do that, and really easy. Just really ways, three ways to do it, but to and get there. But yeah, the subscription model is this it's it's continuity probably monthly passive income, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know.
0: Okay. Well, like I said, head to Joey uh, Kasimisightingcompress.com. I think oh, otherwise we're going to get another hour talked out here, Joey. So it's yeah. <laughs> I so, don't mind it. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think people, you know, tension spans will start losing them. So um, yeah. thank you for listening this far, everyone. Thank you, Joey, for joining me on the call. Um, good luck with everything you're doing. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really inspiring how much you're able to achieve and certainly the, the journey you've walked to get to the point. So um, I'm sure people appreciate the time you took on the call today. All right.
1: Thank you. I had a blast. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks, Joey. And anyone who wants to get more interviews like this, you know where to go. You can head to my blog, entrepreneurs-journey.com, or the easiest thing to remember is Yaro, Y-A-R-O. That's my name. And if you Google it, you'll find the blog and the podcast and everything that I do. So thank you for listening, everyone, and I will talk to you very, very soon. Well, there you have it, the interview with Joey. I hope you really enjoyed that. One more reminder, if you're interested in another series of interviews like this with Joey, but in fact going into really the the nitty gritty details of people who have set up blogs that have become multi-million dollar blogs, people who have had huge success doing product launches and selling with email, and just all around entrepreneur expert interviews, inspiring stories from people who have started just where you are now, and gone on to realize big success online. If you want a regular stream of those interviews from me, I invite you to join my EJ Insider Premium Interviews Club. You can sign up now at ejinsider.com forward slash interviews and that page also has all the details of what what exactly the EJ Insider program is and what bonuses you get as part of your membership. My name is Yara Stark, and I look forward to talking to you soon on a future interview. Bye-bye.